Right. Are you starting this or am I? Oh, see, I'm happy to start. I didn't know. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, sorry. We're, we're rolling. Yeah, I saw the, th- the thumbs up that you didn't see. I can't see, see sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just right here. I'm like, all right, man, let's go. <laughs> all right. Hello and welcome to this uh, Relay FM B-side. I'm joined by the lovely Casey Liss. Hello. And we are in the podcasting booth of WWDC 2017 which is pretty cool. We're yeah. like way up in the booth with glass. Like I feel like I'm a sports commentator. At that's a, true. At I didn't Bowl. think of it that way, but that's exactly right. So uh, in, in the San Jose Convention Center, what is it, McGennery, something like that? Sure. Uh, anyway, the convention center we're in, God, we're such professionals. Um, there There's a big, big, big room that is kind of like the downstairs was in Moscone. And this particular room is a basically glass-encased room and it's over that that big like quasi cafeteria area like it's there's no food service here but it's sort of is set up vaguely like a cafeteria and so we are kind of like creeping over we're like lurking and 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 watching everyone as we talk it's actually a really really cool space and so um there are four microphones here uh they're uh, microphones of sure variety and that's s-h-u-r-e uh and there's steve wilson hey man uh this is going to be totally uh uh totally casual obviously but um yeah there's four mics four beats headphones and uh and one david smith one me a couple of imax and logic and uh, we're just going to talk for a little while uh what are we talking about man yeah, well, I think so. There's obviously there's millions of shows in Relay. If you want to hear about the announcements, I think we will be at least three or four that have already been recorded and maybe even released at this yeah. point. So it, that did not seem like a reasonable thing to uh, take advantage of the studio to record, but it did seem like an interesting and kind of unique opportunity to talk about uh, your and my experiences of coming to WWDC because mm-hmm. I think it is something that um, is definitely a fixture on my calendar. Like it is. Like we plan our summer at home around WWDC, and yeah. we've been doing that. Um, my first one was in 2009, and so you know, for eight years, essentially God, coming up on a decade. I know it's a it's it's quite a thing, and so it is a big part of my life. And it seemed like it's you know it's it's a interesting thing to be able to record a podcast actually in the place and then talk about um, the experience of it. And in some ways, it's also interesting this year because it's the first year that it's not at Moscone West. Um, so that's it's been different. It's not quite the same but when was your first WWDC? It was 2011 so it was during the jacket era which we're still continuing although they look a little different now um, but yeah the, the swag every year every year I've come anyway has been some some variety of jacket or sweatshirty thing and uh, and this year it was a little different it was a Levi jacket is Levi Levi's I don't know Levi. whatever uh, but it's Levi jacket a denim jacket which uh, is actually quite fancy I, I, I'm very impressed but uh, yeah I started going in, in 2011 and we met in 2011 didn't we? It was 2011 or 2012 it was around then yeah okay so so obviously Dave and I have known each other for a long time and and you know I I went uh, my background is that I used to work in .NET and I wanted to kind of break into this space and and I started going way back in 2011 and have been every year except last year last year I did not win the lottery I did not win the opportunity to give Apple a whole pile of money so I could come to uh, WWDC not that I'm bitter about this at all but um, you know you can't win them all and uh, but I've won everyone to be fair uh, excepting 2016 between 2011 and now so yeah like Dave said I thought we would or he really thought we would talk about you know kind of the experience of WWDC because our other shows have been talking about the announcements and what's been released and what's new and exciting and 
you know what WWDC being in San Jose is new and exciting in its own in its own way and so we can talk about that for a little while what are your initial thoughts of San Jose uh, and, and of WWDC have, have you been to San Jose prior to this no this is my first time yeah, in, same here. in San Jose like I've probably driven through it at some point <laughs> on 280 but I've never right. I've never been to San Jose it's yeah. really not the downtown area here. Mm-hmm. yeah same here and uh, yeah I didn't know what to expect uh, it was more difficult to get into San Jose airport wise than San Francisco although that being said somebody reminded me earlier today that apparently San Francisco uh, has an airport excuse me has a runway down and so that might have caused its own world of problems for all I know but uh, yeah I'm based in Richmond Virginia and in in years past uh, actually for several years Dave and I would fly on the same Virgin Atlantic flight out of Dulles so I would drive a couple hours north to near where Dave lives don't be creepy and we would fly out here direct to San Francisco and, and it was always on Virgin America which is the only humane airline I've ever flown on. And this year I wasn't able to do that because I had to fly like Richmond to Chicago to San Jose and it was not as enjoyable. But that being said, the airport is like right around the corner and everything seems to be right around the corner, yeah. which is super cool. And, and if you've never been to San Francisco, from what I understand, the particular area of San Francisco that we were in, which I believe is called Soma or South of Market, is kind of a crap hole from what, I, from what I'm told. It's not, the, it's not the nicest place in the world. Certainly not. Uh, it is not putting, it, San Francisco does not put its best foot forward when it comes to corporate, you know, boring corporate events. However, there is a lot to like there. And one of the things that was a bummer in years past is when there were all of these ancillary events, so say Talk Show Live or uh, what are the, uh, the Beard Bash and some of the other things, the Relay events that have happened, like Relay Con last year. Oftentimes those were, you know, five to ten blocks away. The Macworld party that we were lucky enough to be invited to a handful of times, you know, that's like 10, 15, 20 blocks away. And it's, yeah. okay, in a lot of ways, you know, it, it, oh, yeah, the burden is so terrible. Here you are at this conference having fun with your friends. And you have to walk a little bit. But it, but it is nice to have everything close by. And here in San Jose, everything I've done so far, and we're recording this on uh, midday Tuesday, but everything we've done so far has been like right around the corner from from everything else, which is awesome, and I'm really enjoying that aspect of it so far. Yeah, and it's just a, it has a slightly different feel to it, I would say mm. too, because the thing about San Francisco is a big proper like city in the way yeah. that I mean San Jose is a proper city, but it's it's there's much it's much smaller it seems, mm-hmm. and it's much more casual or low key, and so walking mm-hmm. around. Everyone I see, I'm pretty sure, is here for the conference or yeah, for yeah. conference-related activities. And, like, that's kind of nice. And that's kind of a nice feel that, um, you know, to not be – it's like everybody here is interested and excited about the things that I'm interested and excited about. And yeah. that gives it a kind of a nice vibe. It makes it feel a bit smaller, even though yeah. this is – I think they said it was actually the biggest – um, year because mm-hmm, it's 5,300, mm-hmm. uh, 5, I think, I think people so. yeah, yeah. rather than usually it's been right at 5,000 yep. people. So it's a bigger conference, but it doesn't feel bigger in that way. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, it's funny. Um, one of the differences this year is every year you're given a badge that you have to wear. And, and I think last year they started being like RFID or whatever, or NFC, so you can like swipe into things. But um, but this year they give you a wristband, which my uh, conspiracy theory is that the wristband is to prevent badge swapping. And that may or may not be true. But one of the advantages of the wristband is that even if you're like me and are too cool for school and don't wear your badge after hours, you're, you physically can't take this wristband off without like damaging it and thus preventing you from having one and that's a problem so everyone has these slightly cheesy yet convenient to be able to spot other wwdc attendees wristbands on and that's actually kind of nice too so even if you were unsure if somebody else was around for at least for wwdc itself you know this wristband that's hanging off of us that'll kind of give you a hint too yeah and it's just a i don't know it's a nice it's a nice feel even just like 
I love that all the hotels are right here. Yeah. Like, and like there are two hotels physically connected to the convention <laughs> yeah. center. Yeah, the convention like, center is actually, bookended by. And them. you actually can enter the you can enter the conference yeah. through doors from the hotels. Yeah, like yeah. that is that is amazing. Yeah, that, that, that's super cool. And it, it, the other nice thing is, at least when I booked, it wasn't an Apple Watch per night to get a hotel yeah. in San Jose because in years past, I, I kid you not, somebody said to me, you know, if you think about it, the 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 bill that you're paying at whatever the hotel was in San Francisco, that was like four or five hundred dollars a night. So you are pretty much buying an Apple Watch and then just throwing it away. Yeah, just every, so you can sleep yeah. and shower. Now, obviously, there are other options, but that's the way it was for any of the, like, at least middle of the road, like, not grungy hotels in the Soma area. And so that's a that's a little bit different. But but yeah, so I really like the San Jose area so far. Um, The if if you're into the after hours thing, the bars seem to just kind of shut down at midnight, which normally would never bother me in my regular life. But when I'm here trying to pretend that I'm not an old man, that that was a little bit of a bummer last night because I wanted to be out a little later. But um. But, yeah, I love that everything's close. What do you think of the convention center and kind of, like, the layout of the convention center itself? Because I think I have a lot of mixed feelings yeah, about this. It's, I think it's hard. It's, I think it's difficult. I think it's hard to separate the feelings of, like, I feel I know Moscone West so well. Yep. Because yep, I yep. went there for so many years. Mm-hmm. And so there's a familiarity and a comfort that I know I feel that I don't feel here. And so this feels mm-hmm. kind of foreign or alien yeah, yeah. and uncomfortable in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it fits like the thing that's tricky about this place is it feels more um, separated out like there's these rooms where there's things going on. um, But in Moscone, I felt like the downstairs area was just this huge, massive mixing pot where Mm -hmm. there was the labs on one end and the cafeteria on the other. Mm And it was a place that you could kind of every you would, people would just naturally walk back and forth in, and like you would run into people yeah. a lot, just sort of on that main strip, mm-hmm. um, you know, in that big hall downstairs at Moscone. And I haven't quite had that same feeling here, because it seems like things are a bit more, you know, closeted away. Like mm-hmm. the, you know, this beautiful room that we're overlooking is lovely, but. I honestly didn't even know this was here because Neither did I. <laughs> it's inside like you have to go through some doors off in the corner to get here and that is a bit of a tricky thing like it's and some of that is probably just a question of familiarity that I knew where everything was before but it, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle I mean the actual space itself is fine like as con- you know convention center is a convention center in some ways I do like yeah the they have a little outside space which mm-hmm. is nice so that you don't have the in Moscone it's like you walk out the door and you are on the streets of San Francisco yeah you're done that's it like the, it's nice that they have this little courtyard um, where they they do food there and it's just you know it's a slightly different feel it's a bit more casual like mm. I think it's kind of hilarious that they have like this, this little sort of grassy section and then they have like rolled rolled up towels I imagine to like lie on yeah if you want to like sunbathe I don't really know exactly what's going on there it's very California <laughs> Um, <laughs> but it's a nice thing, nevertheless, to have this. Uh, like, it, it's a different feeling, and I think the yeah. reality is, at least certainly from talking to folks um, who are, you know, sort of on the Apple side of the show, like, it makes so much more sense for it to be here. Oh, absolutely! Um, like, it is. You know, we're ten minutes away from um, the main campus, depending on traffic, I imagine. But it is so much more of a convenient thing, and the vibe I've gotten too is that I've seen more. Uh, like local people able to just come in, you know, sort of, sort of come in for a little bit and then leave mm-hmm. rather than like San Francisco, you had to commit to going in a, in a much more different way. And so yeah. 
overall, I, I like that part of it, but I'm still a bit up in the air about the actual, the physical layout of it. And I don't yeah. know if that's just familiarity or if it's actually just not as good. Yeah, I echo pretty much everything you said. I will say I liked the... Um, it, it's weird. I'm going to tell you, I liked the airiness of Moscone, or maybe it's really the sunniness. Um, sure. there, there's so many rooms in here that are that the ceilings are lower. And OK, that's such a bananas thing to like complain about. And I'm not trying to actually complain about it. It's just it, it's an odd difference because Moscone, all the rooms were just mammoth, like even the smaller like breakout rooms. Um, what's Hold on. Hold on. I got to interrupt. I'm, I'm vibrating. Is that what you're telling me? Sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I, I thought it was the phone. I didn't want to no. interrupt. <laughs> is that me? Hello? Oh, yeah, something is buzzing in here, isn't it? I don't know. It stopped. Okay. It the phone. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, I'll just reboot that whole part. So I agree with everything you said. And it's funny because, you know, the convention center here, McHenry or whatever it is, it, it feels less, I don't know if like sunny or airy is the right word, because the ceilings are much lower. There's a lot less natural light. And that's such a weird and bananas thing to complain about, but it makes an empirical difference on how it all feels. And like everything in Moscone was mammoth. Like even the smaller rooms for like the sessions that nobody cares about, <laughs> those were still like mammoth, mammoth rooms with humongous ceilings. And and it's um, and it's a little bit different in that regard. I absolutely love the little like loungy outdoor area. I haven't been out there that much, and the weather is a little warmer here. And because of that, it um, it isn't terribly fun to lounge out there unless you have shade, which there is some. Um, but that's really cool. Um, I like that there are more lounges. I don't know if you noticed, but there's like a balcony lounge out here. The only balcony I remember there being in Moscone was a smoking balcony, so I never stepped out yeah. there. <laughs> but um, but the, the lounge situation, I think I like a little bit more. I echo what you said about the cafeteria because there's not really one defi- or one de facto um, gathering area, which is a little bit of a bummer. Uh, speaking of food, which you brought up, uh, food so far seems decent. However, I would like to formally complain about the bait and switch with the Odwalla. There is no mango tango, and this is a travesty that must be corrected. There is orange juice. There is the chocolatey thing. There's some green-looking thing that I bet is tasty but looks really sketchy to me. But where is my Odwalla? There are trams that have Odwalla painted all over them, and it's, it's mango tango. This, this is what I live for. This is the small pleasure that I live for that has been taken from me. It is, it is an utter travesty. But, but there is Diet Coke, so not all is lost. So, um you just, you just need to file a radar about the <laughs> lack of mango tango. I'm sure someone will take care yeah, of Yeah, I'm sure you. that's what's going to fix it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, Casey. Just oh, we do have on. our executive box box lunches that yeah, seem, I would not, they're almost the same. Yeah, they're pretty much the same. Like, I mean, it's it's fine. It's the kind of thing where, like. Actually, my uh, wrap today was, uh, it was the Delightfully California BLTA, so bacon, lettuce, tomato, and avocado. Of course. And, everything uh, has to have avocado. Everything right. has to have avocado. And, uh, no, it was very tasty, actually, so uh, I liked it. Um, no, it's, it's been a pretty good conference so far in terms of just, like, seeing people. Um, I, I do, by and large, really prefer, I think, being in San Jose. There are some caveats. Like, I think the convention center is less aesthetically pleasing uh getting into san jose uh is is a little less easy like we had talked about but by and large i think there are more ups than downs so far i also thought it was interesting that uh apple didn't rebrand all the rooms like in in years past in moscone there was i don't think that there was any formal room naming in moscone when you leave moscone to its own devices whereas here they're like a big number one in the in the 
I forget the term for it, but there's like a decorative number one near the near the room that's called Hall One, and there's a decorative number two like in the wall, like it's mammoth. You know, it's like as tall as I am um, in in near Hall Two, and it surprised me. Uh, that that there was no like Presidio like or or uh, I forget some of the other room names off the top of my head in Moscone. They were all neighborhoods in San Francisco. I right? believe it that's was like right. Presidio, Knob Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Pacific Heights. Yeah, and and these and it's again such a stupid thing to talk about, and that's why this is a B side, not an actual like regular show, so we can air these grievances. But um, but it, it's it it was something that like just made me feel like I was in Dub Dub, you know. And and now I'm just going to Hall Three, yeah. which. Does it really matter what the names of these things are? No, of course not. But it's just it's it's a little touch that I didn't think I really cared about in the past, but actually I kind of liked. So, yeah. and I think I some of the, the, that makes me think of too is it's the, I like having done it since two thousand and nine. There's this, there was a certain longevity about it feeling the same, and like the community and the people who were there felt like I would know a, a large number of the people who were there. And I don't think mm-hmm. they mentioned it this year, but. It seems like in the last few years, the number of first-time attendees is going up mm-hmm. dramatically mm-hmm. every year. Certainly, since they did the lottery, which would sort of make sense that, sure. you know, by the nature of it being more random, the you know you're inevitably going to you know sort of cast a wider net. And I I wonder about some of those kind of the, these little traditions, these little things like just naming the rooms. Like I always like that just was something I took for granted. That like yeah yeah, yeah. it's like oh no, no the keynote's in Presidio. That's, of course it is. That's where it is mm-hmm. and. It's not, and like yeah, like you said, it's fine. It's not a problem for to go to hall two slash three to for the <laughs> keynote, but it feels like it lost a little bit of its character in that way. That's a very good way like, of putting it. I there agree. was a little bit of this texture that WWC has, has had in past years, where you had this, you know, these things that were just the same every year, and I was surprised that yeah, that some of those didn't transfer mm-hmm. down to San Jose because it makes so much more sense for it to be here. But I almost kind of wish they'd had those little, some of those little touches and things that um, would have made it feel a bit more sim- more similar than uh, it was in those days. But the reality is, like my guess is, is maybe it's sixty percent first time attendees. For them, this is what WWC is yeah, like. Yeah, this absolutely. is this is all they'll ever know, probably. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's 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 just been interesting. Now, out of curiosity. You had made mention earlier, and you're absolutely right, that we are way closer to Cupertino than, than yeah. San Francisco is. And I presume that the traffic situation, even at, even at its worst, is still much easier than going all the way to San Francisco. Cupertino is, I believe, like 10 minutes away. And, and San Francisco, I think, is like 40, 45 minutes, something like that, assuming no traffic. Um, I, I, if I'm wrong, I apologize. But something along those lines. One thing I feel like I've noticed is that I have already, in the last 24 hours, run into far more Apple employees than I remember having seen. And I don't yeah. know if that's because maybe you and I have gotten more exposure within Apple and that very well could be it but I just it seems to me like there are more Apple employees and they are they're more willing to in 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 scenarios where it's more easy to run into them whereas I don't I don't think they were ever like squirreled away in like a a special lounge unless they were a speaker but I don't know it just seems to me like I've run into more Apple people so far than I have in years past and that's really cool too especially because you know Apple tends to be uh, pretty tight-lipped and not that we're getting like super awesome secrets from any of these people it's always funny because you know i'll ask somebody 
you know, what is it you do at Apple? And then I go through that chrono chronology of, of my show and think, okay, what do I have to apologize for that I've complained about in the last six months? <laughs> but, but, uh, but so I'm not getting any state secrets, which is unfortunate, but, um, but at the same time, it, it's cool to be able to run into these people and, and see kind of what they, what they do and what they're up to. And, and I've really enjoyed that. Yeah. I've, had, I've noticed the same thing. And I mean, I'm, I mean, even just socially, like I think people, you know, the, the people who live, who work for Apple mm -hmm. in this area, you know, this is where they live. Sure. Like we're in in the valley, in the areas. Like you go just a little bit down, you're into Campbell in Mountain View. Like th mm -hmm. this is a much easier thing. Like I have, you know, some certain some people I know at Apple who've, you know, it's like it's easy for them to they can tuck their kids in. Oh, that's know, a really good like, point. And then yeah, just yeah. come out for a drink or whatever. Come come out for an hour mm -hmm. and then just go back home and go mm -hmm. to bed rather mm -hmm. than it being this complicated like it's an event like it's yeah. an it's this thing that i need to do if yeah, i'm yeah. going to commit to going up to san francisco and then do i need to you know get a hotel room or not do i'm going to come back super late so yeah yeah no so um, far so good i mean obviously we're we're you know day one is always the same right it's it's the keynote then it's the platform state of the union and then everyone just kind of disperses and so um there's not all that much to be learned from day one and by and large it felt the same uh day two was interesting and that started with a guest speaker when michelle obama was here and that was i mean you were there yeah. we were sitting next to each other it was i thought it was great and what a cool way to start the start the the week really um but yeah so far other than that it's been largely the same it, it's it's the same yet different and i know that's kind of a cheesy way of phrasing it but but i'm pleased i'm i'm, I'm really enjoying it um uh, i like that apple's been embracing some of the community events and kind of uh, public publicizing those um so far so good i mean i'm i'm really liking it and i think sitting here now if i had to choose between going back to san francisco and being here i think i would choose san jose yeah no i think i would too and i mean it's probably a good place to um, sort of wrap up our conversation too and thinking about going sort of going forward I, mean, I ex would mm -hmm. expect mm -hmm. that this is where it's going to be for the, I would think so for, for the foreseeable future and it's you know I would definitely continue to I think want to come and it's funny because it, obviously they've started streaming the sessions live mm -hmm. so like from a is it all of them or just most of them I believe it is all of the like the technology sessions like okay. the, they did. I don't think they streamed this morning's thing with Michelle Obama. Sure, 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 sure. Um, they may not stream all of the sort of the more uh, sort of sort of side events or things mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the, the core technology stuff is streamed live. So if I was at home, you know, it's like in my pajamas in my basement downstairs, like <laughs> I could watch everything and have the same experience and in some ways have a better experience because. Um, I don't have to. I'm not waiting in line. I'm, I'm You're in the right time zone. I'm in the right time zone. Yeah. And I'm in the one great time zone. Like <laughs> it would be easier. But you know, it's 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 nice to. I think coming to WBC every year is. It's like it. You know, I I I plan around my plan my summer around it. I think because it is always it is something that always is. It excites me about the work that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very well put. And I think it is hard to capture that experience um, unless you're here unless you're here mm -hmm. that it's not going to be quite the same because it isn't just about information delivery it's not that you know if, if that were all it was like apple doesn't even need to have the convention they could just put you know record a bunch of videos and publish them onto their website like that wouldn't but it would miss the sense of community of all of the people that you kind of run into and you know the, the opportunities to just talk to people yeah and it's kind of it's a it's a hard thing to put to, to put into words but that is like why I come every year and why I'm excited and you know, I'm incredibly fortunate to have been able to have been coming for so long and it's such a thing that I'm very grateful for because you know every year it makes me more and more excited about 
you know, the platforms where I make my living. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a, it's a funny thing to say, but it's like at a certain point, you know, it's like it can, it can transition from just being like your job to being something you actually care about. Sure. And I think coming to WWDC every year is one of the things that helps keep it staying something that I care about. And I'm doing things not just because it's my job. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And, and you know, I wrote a blog post about this several years ago, I think now, but I'm always super amped leaving WWDC. And, and whether or not, like, any of this is applicable to my actual work that I do day to day, it's just seeing all the new APIs and, and seeing all the new stuff and, and just getting energized is super wor- worthwhile. And I think... As far as I, I'm concerned, I will continue to try to get a ticket every year because I think, it, even though it is a fair bit of money, I think it's worth the trade to me to get that ener- that energized feeling because it's hard. It's not an easy thing to get. Like you were saying, you can't just like, you know, divine that out of thin air. And, and coming to DubDub kind of makes me feel that way. And, and to me, that's worth the cost of admission right there. Yeah, I mean, obviously, even just even besides like the fact that I can go to go to the labs and yell at the people. Who, <laughs> um, I don't. I don't believe that you have ever yelled at a human being in your life. I don't. But. Ye- it's a very specific kind of yelling. <laughs> that's very. That's very calm and quiet. And um, do you, do you tell the the engineers? I, I'm I'm really disappointed. I'm really in disappointed. You. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's it is fun though to be able to see the other side of all the radars that I file. And, right, right, right. You know, it's like the it's like oh you again. Yes, 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 we know. Yes, we we're aware of it. You know, it's like I go in there with my list. It says like I go with my list of grievances and yep, I sit yep. down and and talk to people. But you know, all kidding aside, it's it's also incredibly helpful, obviously, to yeah. to talk to these people. And I honestly, I but I but one of the things that's probably worth mentioning about what it gets is so exciting is it's it is a really special thing to be able to talk to the engineers who write the things that sure. I use, because the reality is like the way how secretive Apple is. Most of the time, they have no venue where they are allowed to speak about what they do, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and let alone to someone who is like really excited and super amped about this teeny little thing <laughs> right. that they added to an API. That <laughs> totally like it's it's I'm sure I mean and then, which is just this delightfully kind of contagious feeling where mm-hmm. you have this engineer like when I go in and be like you just made you know you just made my day you added this little thing and it's like that's something they they worked on to, in order to do and so it's, it's really cool to be able to you know a say thank you. And then to get that feeling from them of like that this was yes this was you know it's like this is this is exciting this is an important part um, of my year and to be able to share that with the engineers who did it and then for them to you know be able to respond to that is just kind of yeah. a, a special thing that I would definitely miss if I was just like filing radars and then yeah. you know getting get, getting responses yep uh, duplicate it's always a duplicate right so I think I think that that pretty much wraps it up so thank you so much to uh, the folks at Apple for letting us steal this space for a little while and uh, I, this is destined to be a b-side on relay so at some point uh, well if you're listening to this now I guess it, it has arrived huh but uh, you can find me uh, on the internet at, as Casey list c-a-s-e-y-l-i-s-s on, Casey list. that's Casey list on pretty much everything and you sir who are you exactly well, I'm David Smith I'm under the radar on uh, the relay FM Network, the mighty really. I oh yeah, I, I should, should plug. Say. Yeah, we should probably plug our shows. Sure. Yeah, and I and on I uh, record analog on this fine network uh, that's spelled without a parenthesis nor a ue, despite what my co-host would tell you. So yeah, you should check out those shows and uh, and consider being a member. I guess we have to shill, right? That's sure. how this works. But you should consider being a member um, of either show or of the network at, at, at large. And uh, thanks for listening. And Dave, thanks for inviting me up. I really oh, appreciate it's my it. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. All right. Later, guys. <laughs>